Praise God. Thank you, Father. Lord, we come to you today, the day of Pentecost, gathered together in heart, Lord God, to receive of you 
to be ministered to and to, to minister to you, Heavenly Father, in, in obedience and prayer and worship and in breaking of the bread and receiving the word this this afternoon. God, you are good. You are good and you are marvelous in your works and all the earth is full of your glory, Heavenly Father. Lord Jesus, have your way today amongst the Ted line and Jesus believers and everyone listening in the first and second, third shift that your will be done and that uh, souls would be redeemed and people's hearts changed and, and lives restored and people reconnected to you, Father. We thank you for that, God, and we believe for it in Jesus' name by faith. <clears throat> Good afternoon, headline. Well, this morning's headline was, uh, I believe, well, it, we're going to do a headline because this afternoon because the Lord wants you to be saved. And Pentecost Sunday is a day that the church was birthed in that upper room experience in a way that even the angels desired to look into that. And it's a culmination of a of a purpose that God had in Jesus, that for generations everyone looked forward to that day. And at last the day had come where they were there and they were in one accord and they were of one mind and in agreement, waiting on God. And I want to bring your attention to Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2, where we're going to look at that. But if you're listening this morning and you have not received the gift of the Holy Ghost that's promised to you, I want you to prepare your hearts. Prepare your heart. Because this is a promise that God gave to you. And it's not a light thing. It's not something that uh, that uh, comes uh, easily as if you or I could purchase it or produce it. It's not a thing of flesh. It's not a thing that... Uh, can be reproduced in a laboratory or sold in a marketplace. This is something that's very highly treasured. The experience they experienced in the upper room, and I, I grew up in in, a, in the Pentecost church, the 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 denomination of the Pentecostals. So I was born into that. In fact, my father uh, immigrated to this country from uh, the former Yugoslavia, where he himself was uh, several generations uh, already a Pentecostal. His parents and his grandparents were uh, Pentecostal. And uh, it's something that this day is, is so profound. It's so beautiful. Uh, that growing up in the Pentecostal church, I didn't see that. I didn't see it. it. A lot was taught 
but I didn't catch it until I was older. It's a faith experience that I guess I, I mentally zoomed right over things growing up and then didn't catch it. But I'm grateful to God that this, this day happened. Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 1, let me pull it up real quick. I must have deleted it out of my notes, but let me pull it up. Acts chapter 1, in the King James Version. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up. After that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And look at that, what it says. It says, ye shall be baptized. Not ye might be, not it's optional, but ye shall be. That's a commandment. Verse 6, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power. Again, you see he's saying ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be. Witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem Again ye shall be And in all Judea And in Samaria And unto the uttermost parts of the earth And when he had spoken these things While they beheld He was taken up And a cloud received him Out of their sight And while they looked steadfastly Toward heaven as he went up Behold two men stood by them In white apparel Which also said Ye men of Galilee Why stand ye gazing up into heaven The same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven, so come, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. And when they came, when they were come in, they went up into an upper room, where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon Zelotes. And Judas, the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, The number of the names together were about an hundred and twenty. Men and brethren, the scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us, and he obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field in the reward of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as the field is called in their proper tongue, a caldema, that is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of the Psal of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate and let no man dwell therein. And his visophric 
let another take. Wherefore, of these men which have accompanied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two, Joseph called Bart or Sabbath, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen, that they may take part of this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. In verse chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we are born, were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers in Mesopotamia, and in Judea, in Cappadocia, in Pontus and Asia, Phygria and Pamphylia, in Egypt and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it came to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath. Blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, 
having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did seek corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Wherefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Again they said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? Well, here's the answer. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall, ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation, that they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness, and singleness of heart, praising God, and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do?
I want to take your attention now to Luke 24. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other woman that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter and ran into the sepulcher, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves and departed, wondering in himself at that which was come to pass. And behold, two of them that went that same day to the village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about threescore furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that ye have one to another, as ye walk, and are sad? And the one of them, whose name was Cleophas, answered, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast thou known the things? Hast thou not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, the certain woman also of our company made us astonished, and which, which were early at the sepulcher, and when they found not his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulcher and found it even as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he also unto that he then he said also he said unto them he Jesus said unto them O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning at Moses and all the prophets all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went, and he made also as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread, and blessed it, and brake, and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him. 
and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them, and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted, and supposed that they had seen a spirit. But he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his wound, his hands, and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb, and he took it, and did eat before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things, and behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. When Jesus appeared to them and opened their understanding, he gave them the instructions to go back to Jerusalem and tarry and wait because they were going to be endued with power. Wait for that promise that God the Father had promised. He said, I send the promise of my Father upon you. He said, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. See, Jesus commanded his disciples. So they're now, they're, now they're apostles because he commanded them that they were going to preach. They were going to go out and they were going to preach the gospel. So these apostles were commanded to wait. And as they were in one accord, in one mind, in the upper room, they were obeying the command. They were obeying the command. When John the Baptist preached and was preparing the way in the wilderness, he was preaching repentance. He was preaching baptism of repentance. Those that believed John obeyed John and were baptized according to the baptism of repentance. 
In John 1, 12, it says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that what believe on his name. Believe. The Holy Spirit is a, is a treasure. It's a, he's a mighty, mighty treasure of peace and joy. You know, we think about that and we thank God for the Holy Spirit. You know, Paul said we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. This treasure is, is indescribable. There's no earthly thing to compare to the spirit of God, the indwelling presence of God. And if you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, with, with God's Holy Spirit, you, sh- you should know that you, it's for you, but it's commanded to receive. Without the Holy Spirit, there can be no salvation, and you can receive it. But the Bible says, for everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. And Peter said, the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Peter also says in Acts chapter 10 of the truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. This promise is without limit in a promise to all, a promise to all, even as many as that God should call far off those that aren't even born yet. The promise is for all. John 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If he had known me, he should have known my father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the father. And how sayest thou then, show us the father? Believest Thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, The works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. 
If ye love me, keep my commandments. Jesus is saying now here in verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. Jesus is saying, he says, I will come to you yet a little while and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me because I live, ye shall live also. At that day, ye shall know that I am in my father and he in me and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and will come unto him, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my commandments. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away, and come again unto you. If ye loved me, ye would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it come to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh, and hath nothing in me. But that the world may know, that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. Jesus is saying, there's a promise that he is going to send a comforter, being the Holy Ghost, is going to come unto you. But there's a command. There's a command. And Jesus says, if you believe my commands, if you believe my word, you will obey, you will do what I command. So there's a command. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. So Jesus came to save, to seek and to save the lost. And there's a command. Repent. Be baptized. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ye shall. The command is to repent. The command is to be baptized. And the command is to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen and 20, Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given unto me, given to me in heaven and on earth. 
Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have what commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen? He sends them with the command to make disciples and baptize and teach to observe all things that he commanded. There's the command. And their faith, through obedience, on the scripture, brought fruit. It brought people into the kingdom. Because God did the work. It's by God's spirit that people are brought into the kingdom. It's through Jesus. First Peter 3.21, the like figure, whereunto even baptism, doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Baptism saves. And so if you're asking, why should I be baptized? Why should I repent? Why should I be filled with the Holy Ghost? Well, because if you don't, the punishment for our sins is death. And Jesus purchased our sins. He took our sins upon his shoulders. And so obey, obeying his commands, not just, not just for the sake of obeying, but because it saves. He saves. We must be saved. And the way to be saved through Jesus Christ. Mark 16, 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. I don't want to be damned this morning, this afternoon. You don't want to be damned. John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So if you're asking why you should be baptized, why you should repent and be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, well, not only are you saved from eternal judgment, but you are entering kingdom of God. By being born of the water and of the Spirit, you are entering into the kingdom of God. It's an act of faith. See, it's not it's not a command to be to repent. It's not a command to be baptized. And then the Holy Ghost is optional. The command is you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You shall receive. And so if, you, if you're obeying the command to repent, what do you do? You get on your knees and you come before God with a contrite heart with a broken spirit, and you cry out to God in repentance, saying, Father, I apologize. I am sorry for my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me of my sins. The Bible says of Jesus that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. He's faithful and just. If you repent, 
He will forgive you. Out of the inner man, repenting in obedience unto God, from the inner man, he will forgive you. And the Bible says to be baptized. And if we are faithful and obedient, what we do is we find someone, a man or woman of God, who will bring us to water. And according to the command of Scripture, going under the water, as with Jesus, that obedience, that act of faith, is salvation. We're buried with him. And also we live with him. And then finally, in receiving of the Holy Ghost, as a command, you shall receive the Holy Ghost. Gives power. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word this, this afternoon. We give you glory and thanks. Thank you, Ted Lyon. We will see you in the morning in Jesus' name.
Cleveland 